Hi, we're here with another Bot World podcast. Uh, I'm Dan, and we're here with Joe Toscano, and we're going to basically talk about uh, how you got into bots, what you're working on, and your future of bots kind of thinking. So uh, let us start off by telling us how you got into bots. Cool, cool. Yeah, um, I, so I've been playing around with artificial intelligence stuff since I was probably like 22 age, just mm -hmm. thinking about that. Uh, I was going to school in Nebraska at the time, mm -hmm. um, and so there's not a lot of artificial intelligence happening there, yeah. and I uh, had to move out. So right after college, I, I left for Colorado, kept yeah. pursuing the idea, worked on a, a master's in creative technology. Okay. Um, got jobs out there doing software consultancy, stuff like that. Are you still working on AI stuff there? Um, it was more of my free time, just reading about it, keeping up, you know, um, not building as much, but reading about everything okay. and making sure I knew what was going on in the space. Was deep learning hot then or has it not no, taken no, no. off? Okay. No, 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 okay. Uh -uh. This is when when studying AI made you crazy, basically. Yeah, I mean, well, I People thought you were crazy studying yes, AI. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the reason I loved it so much because I saw the potential in it to, right. you know, I think a lot of apps right now, the work is on the user, yeah. and what I believe artificial intelligence will do is to take that work out of all these interactions, whether that's through an app, through voice system, video, whatever it is, um, and I think I think it can really lead to product design being a new form of leadership, and that's why I got into it, is you can create these systems that help people in their lives in ways that they could never imagine, and they're just almost invisible, it's just kind of embedded, right? Yeah, totally. Um, we're, we're a big uh, believer in ambient intelligence and figuring out how to bring that intelligent layer into everyday use, right? Yeah. Everyday life. Yeah. Uh, so how did you go from studying AI and wanting to be in the AI um, to bots? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, as soon as I landed in San Francisco about a year ago, um, I was with RGA. Um, we had been talking about bots for a little bit. And I had some free time, so I just started picking stuff up and started building. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just kind of the person I am. Um, and then my boss started seeing it and he's like got really excited about it started pushing me on projects and so I've been building probably uh, since like last June pretty heavily yeah uh, like just a lot, a lot of hours whether it's projects at work or outside of work um, just things to kind of try different things and test them out I wasn't you know building for a big corporation there, there have been projects that we've pushed out as RGA um, that have been really successful but um, in general, I mean, I was just, I made one called the People's Eagle, which was, had nothing to do with RGA, just me and my free time to make mm -hmm. it and understand what the technical difficulties are, right. how to wrap around these things. Um, and it was, it was to help people understand the election, actually, because I saw this, okay. this problem where there's so much information on the internet. Mm -hmm. um, and we You need can't, somebody to, like, narrate it for you? Yeah, so we can't possibly be the ones to, like, consume all this stuff. Right. So in order to have an educated public, we need to, we need to kind of simplify it, right? Like, not dumbed down, but just right. shrunk into the point where we can digest it. And I saw a good opportunity to make a chatbot. Um, that's cool. And so that's what I did. And that was my first one. It went over pretty well. Yeah. Um, I talked to one of the writers from Fastco about it, which is uh -huh. really interesting to talk to her and get her opinion on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, since then I've been working on writing a book uh, follow-up. I've written a couple cool. articles got a bunch of questions and I write for Envision too so okay. um, I've gotten questions from around the globe for these things yeah and I had written so much that I was like well I'm just gonna put it in a book nice um, and that's what I've been doing for the past six months so you've taken all of this really cool uh, experience and applications and understanding of uh, user engagement and and how to build bots and now yeah. you're you've decided to share that knowledge with the world right yeah, build a exactly. book which is no small undertaking no right so uh, what is your book based on and uh, what, it, what have you learned from writing a book yeah, on wow. bots, right? That's a great question. Um, 
So the book is titled Designing Intelligence. Oh. Um, I, I thought about going at the chatbot angle originally, but I think that chatbots are limiting. Right. Um, I think that, you know, in terms of AI potential. It's a single right? interface. Yeah. And I, I or try intelligence. And, yeah. yeah. And, and I want to, exactly. And I want to speak to intelligence in the sense of like, they can manifest themselves as a chatbot. Right. Or they could be in things like Nest, where it's just a simple, a simple thermostat right. Right, that automatically does things yeah. for you. Um, and I think taking the word chatbot out of the conversation and considering it in automated services yeah. um, really allows people to think more creatively. Right. It doesn't put you in that box automatically. Totally agree. Yeah. Like one of our big things is, you know, how we got to the chatbot uh, space was we were doing uh, autonomous agents and yeah. people were like, what is that? Like, you're crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then we got into bots because that's what an autonomous agent is basically yeah. through a chatbot. Yeah. And uh, there's been so much marketing uh, towards chatbots in a very limited scope um, that we want to kind of broaden that. And I love, yeah. like, this is a basic concept. It's like, yeah. okay, that's an interface that intelligence can partake in, but it's not the end, Yeah. right? Exactly. That's awesome. So how how long is this book on, like, basically how to so, implement intelligence? Oh, man. So when I first started writing it, yeah. I was like, I have all these blog posts. I'm going to toss some stuff together, spruce it up, make it cleaner. Mm -hmm. And I started writing it. It's like, but I'm not really doing a service to these people by just, like, putting this together. Right. I need to, like, really look into this, talk to some people that are doing this really high level and read a lot of books. And so, um, yeah, it's been crazy hours for the past six months, but um, I've like, I've had an interview with the principal designer for Google Assistant Personality, yeah. right? Like talk to him. I, Do you have a I lot of interviews with, in the book as well? Or is um, it just? They're not directly in the book, you know, mm -hmm. um, but I have quotes from people okay. and I definitely have those research uh, or those interviews archived so I can go back and like help write the book with it. Is it all about applied, uh, applying these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think, well, and I'm also, I'm staying away from like tactical approaches of like use this service or that service right. because things are evolving so fast totally. that it's going to be changed by the time I print yeah. the book. Um, so I'm really trying to hit on the foundational elements of these things. Okay. Um, I have a whole conversation or a whole chapter on, on understanding language and understanding conversation, like from a yeah. psychological standpoint, yeah. right? Um, coming Did at you this do any from, like historical research from like uh, Norbert uh, Wiener and Gordon Pask and uh, Vinever Bush, like, did you do the historical angle at some point? I ha I've done a chunk of it. I'm working on that okay. as well. I'm going yeah. back through the book right now, actually, because yeah. I had written, I've written uh, 11 chapters at this point. It's wow. about 150 pages. Wow. And now I'm going back through. Quick morning read. Yeah. <laughs> going back through, ch double checking my sources, seeing where I could fill in more information. Yeah. I'm actually going to be meeting with uh, Hugh Dubberly. Yeah, I love Hugh. Um, yeah. He was actually on one of our panels. Yeah. And uh, I went to his office to hang out with Hugh. He's yeah. an amazing, really cool, uh, awesome listener. Yeah. I and, mean, and he knows what he's talking about. Dude, I've right? done some research. He's super really great. Guy. Super yeah. great. Taught it at Stanford. Taught yeah. cybernetics at Stanford. I'm yeah. a big cybernetics fan. Yeah. And uh, he does basically systems thinking, and I mean, he's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm really getting in some of the history with him as well as just understanding the conversation still, right? Yeah. Um, and then it follows into, you know, how to design these things, best practices, and then the future and like where it's going to go, how it's going to affect the economy, things so like that. So let's talk about the yeah. future. Yeah. I know you don't want to give away too much in yeah. your book, but <laughs> no, it's where fine. do you think it's, it's going? Fine. Uh, when, is, when is the singularity happening? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> so, no. Um, no, I think, I think though, I mean, we're going we're gonna to hit some really interesting gaps here pretty soon. Yeah. We're going to have jumps that people aren't expecting. Um, technology is, is evolving at an incredibly rapid rate, right? Mm -hmm. Like. Um, we have Google AutoDraw just recently came out. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that AutoDraw was based on Google Doodle, which was right. less than a year ago. Right. And they've created a system within a year that people can go in and make a rough sketch and turn it into a professional illustration. Classification of doodles, basically. Yeah. 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 Um, and you're going to see this happen a lot. And once these are these foundational products are built, 
then the next levels are going to be built on top of them. So they're going to only evolve faster and faster. Yeah. And it's going to reach a speed that people just they can't comprehend generally. And it's not their fault. It's just mm. like it's very quick, and we're not used to it historically. One of the things that I've noticed that's changed to get us towards there are people are building products, not just to build products, but to build products that can train these models. Yeah. Right. right. So it has to hit twofold. It has to hit, <laughs> hit two yeah. birds with one stone. Yeah. Uh, like, and so that's what we're seeing with like a Google Draw is like yeah. not only is it an illustration tool, but it's also a training tool. Yeah. Well, um, so there's this argument of. AI being the next electricity, right? Of yeah. it's a foundational product. It's what they we actually it. talked about that today. That's Did great. You? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, general general purpose technology. So, yeah. back in the day, we had steam engines, right? That that helped us get away from physical labor and mm. and put that into a machine. Then we had electricity, which allowed us to get away from water sources in order to use those kinds of machines. Um, and those took years, decades, centuries mm -hmm. to evolve. We're still laying down power lines. AI is it's been around since you know the 50s. They've been working on stuff. But it's really, really hitting that exponential growth point right now. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really interested to see what it gets embedded into because it's another one of those things. Electricity, we don't really think about anymore, but it's right. in everything. It's there. And that's what AI will be at a certain point yeah. too. You know? It'll be interesting to see how they scale it as well, yeah. right? Like how do you distribute all that knowledge and how do you make yeah. it fair? And yeah, so, so yeah. many good questions. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what do you think is the next step to getting towards that future? Huh. Like we want to enable multi-agent transactions and model people's engagement and mo yeah. model, build predictive models of like real world data, right? Yeah. Like that's huge. Yeah. So right now, I mean, I think we have the data to do just about whatever we want. It becomes a matter of figuring out how to map that data, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Um, we're getting to the point where we're commodifying human perception and thought. Right. Right. And, and once you reach that point, I think then you'll start to see the scale because it's, yeah. again, a commodity, right? This t-shirt that I bought got sold millions and millions of times, but it cost them very little. Yeah. Once we get to that point where these machines, the cost of like running your sources, like all the data through these things and keeping the power supply to them is cheaper, then we're going to see things scale. Really yeah. quickly, I think. That's awesome. Yeah. One of the things that I was thinking about uh, that it's kind of a paradigm that's changed was in the past, it was machine helping man. Yeah. And I think right now we're seeing a real turn where it's man is now helping machine. Yeah. Which is, I mean, freaky. What an interesting point. It is so yeah. crazy. I mean, it's an yeah. amazing time to be alive, especially. Yeah. People are, don't think about <laughs> it. Right. Yeah. You don't know what's coming and it's coming and it's yeah. hard and it's, it's, it's already quick. here. It's yeah. already here. Every time I use really. my phone to Google anything, yeah. it's enhanced cognitive intelligence, right? Totally. Like, I don't know all those things, but it's in my external head. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have a friend um, <coughs> uh, who wrote uh, Howard Rangold, who wrote uh, Tools for Thought, uh -huh. right? Uh, you should read that, check that out, because he yeah. talks about that from 1985. He was writing yeah. about this stuff, yeah. basically predicting all this really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, another person you should probably <laughs> talk to here, but yeah. I know I'm going to yeah. give you a lot of people, but yeah. uh, cool. Oh, so, um, so what's what's next for you after the book? Uh, what are you What are you doing? Yeah. Um, well, right now I'm at RGA. I uh, consult for Google, so I'm going to keep that job for a while. Yeah. Uh, it's keeping me busy. I enjoy most of it. Um, I want to educate people, though, ultimately. That's right. why I'm writing the book. Yeah. Um, I would like to go see people in other countries. I think we have an accessibility issue in Silicon Valley. Yeah. Right? We live in this 24 hours a day. Right. We don't even think about it anymore. When we walk down the street and I meet you, for example. Yeah. Right? Um, but people in other countries don't have the opportunity we do. Yeah. And I think if we want to see the, the future that we all have dreamed you know, envisioned, um, we need to educate other people because we need them to help us push for regulations that we need in order to have these things happen safely. We need right. to help them um, 
keep up with the job market that's going to evolve super rapidly, right? Yeah. Like, um, I want to make all this stuff happen, but we need everyone on board. Otherwise, it's going to be Agreed. not the best, I and think. I, honestly, it's part of my like philosophy that I think humanity should drop everything that it's doing and get on the AI project. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no. what, what else are we doing? Why what are we doing, doing anything what else? What else are you yeah, doing? Yeah, It's cool. nothing valuable. So, uh, where can people find you if they want to reach out to you and talk to you? Yeah, yeah. Um, just about anywhere online that's relevant. You find Twitter. me at RealJoT. RealJoT. Anywhere that's relevant. Okay, anywhere that's and if relevant. It's not, if I'm not there, it's not relevant. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, great. Well, thanks for being on the show, and yeah. uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, man. Yeah, cheers. Thank you.